Shalom to all. Today's office is Shana Daf Yodzayin. We are starting eight lines from the top. The last word on the line. And today's office is sponsored in honor of the yard site of Mars, Miriam, Sar, Basar, Yaakov, Meisha. Her neshama should have an aliyah, and she should be Melus Yosher for her family and all of Kali Yisrael. And Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mordechai, Ben Rebchaim, his neshama should have an aliyah. Now we are right in the middle of a brayso describing three categories of people: Sadikim Gemurim, Moshem Gemurim, and Benanim, the intermediate group. That's what we call average people. And the brayso continues: Pashi Yisrael begufan, Jewish sinners, but they sin with their bodies. Upashi Umas Ha'Elim begufan, and non-Jewish sinners, and they also sin with their bodies. Yardim will they go down to Gehenim and they get judged for 12 months after 12 months Gufan Kala their bodies are completely done with and their soul is burnt and the wind scatters their ashes underneath the soles of the feet of Tzadikim and you will trample the Rishayim for they're going to be ashes underneath the soles of your feet but heretics and and they deny and they deny now are those who distort the true meaning of Torah Maestrim bring about that Jewish money is handed over to the Gaim and Epikarsim are those who denigrate Tamid Chachamim, these three groups of people, and also Tzibor, those who separated themselves from the ways of the Tzibor, and those instilled their fear in the land of the living, those that sin and cause other people to sin, like the Jewish king Yeravim Benavot and his friends, they go down to Gehenim, and they get judged there forever and ever. Shanemrit says in the Pasik, and they're going to go out and see the corpses of the men who rebelled against. Me and really the continuation of the pasuk is what's important. For their decay will not cease, and their fire will not be extinguished. Gehenim kala, Gehenim will cease, but vehein ein kalim they will not cease. Shneimer says in the pasuk, v'tsurim levale shael, and their form is going to outlast shael mizvul light, and shael is Gehenim. So we see they're going to outlast Gehenim. And v'chal kachlama, why is it so severe? That's because they stretch their hands against zvul. Zvul is the beis That means their avers destroyed the beis hamikdash. Shneimer says in the pasuk, mizvul light. That's what the pasuk says. Because of his zvul and the ein zvul al beis zvul means the beis hamikdash. Shneimer says the pasuk benoy benisi beis zvul lach. I've surely built a house of zvul for you. Valeim amar chan and chan said on them Hashem yichatu merivav Hashem may those who fight him be shattered. And now we go to explain the bride. So we had said these benanim they have a brief stint in Gehenim and then they come out of Gehenim. On Bar Yitzchak Oven he says ufneim dem l'shulik deira. However their faces look like the bottom of a pot. Even when you clean the bottom of a pot it still is somewhat black. Amar Oven he says ve'en hu mishafiru shapiru b'nei mechuza. Even though they were in Gehenim and their faces will still be black they still are more more handsome than the handsomest people of Mechuza or Makarim Bnei Gehenim, and they're called Bnei Gehenim. And now Amar Marbis Hill Imram, they had said in this brayso of Rav Chesed that Hashem's midah of Rav Chesed, abundant in kindness, Mataklape Chesed, that he tilts the scales towards kindness, and therefore these people are banning him. The average people, they don't even have to go into Gehenim. But as the Gemara of Hakshivit says, Evasias Hashlishes Beish, and that pasuk clearly tells us that people are going to go into Gehenim. The Gemara answers, Hazma Pesh Yisrael Begufan. That's talking about people that are Pesh Yisrael Begufan, and therefore they're going to go into Gehenim. The Gemara asks, What do you mean Pesh Yisrael Begufan? We had just said in the beginning of today's Gemara of Ha'amrit, you said, they have no way to rectify their sin. So how can you say that they go into Gehenim? So you say, no, what does it mean that someone who's a Pesh Yisrael Begufan, he has no way to rectify his sin? That's B'Rei Vavainais. When they are majority sin, and part of their sin is their Pesh Yisrael Begufan. But Hach over here, they're 50-50, half sins, half not. And they also have the sin of Pesh Yisrael Begufan, so they're going to go into Gehenim according to Beis Hill. So it's not sufficient for them unless they fulfill this possible of that a third of them are going to go into fire. But the Imlav, if they have 50-50 and they do not have the sin of being Pesh Yisrael Begufan, so then for Rav Chesed, we can apply this Pasuk of Rav Chesed, Mataklape Chesed, Hashem tilts their judgment towards Chesed and they're not going to have to go into Gehenim. And the Brasa continues, Valeina Mordavad and David said on them, Ahavti Kishma Hashem, I'm loved when Hashem hears my voice. Dar Shrava Hidarshins, Maitach Siv, what's Pshat in the Pasuk? Ahavti Kishma Hashem, Amar Knei Yisrael, Fnei Gosh Baruch Hu, Klai Yisrael says in front of Hashem, Reba Nishleilam, Eimah Sayanu Huel Fnecha, when do I know that I'm loved in front of you? Bezman Shat Hashem, that's when you listen. 
to the voice of my supplications. And the Pasuk continues, I'm poor and you saved me. Even though I'm poor for mitzvahs, I don't have a lot of mitzvahs. I'm still fitting to be saved. And now explain what we started out today. With What does that mean that we have a Yiddish sinner, but he sins with his body? This referring to a head, a skull that did not put on tefillin. What does that mean? We have a non-Jewish sinner and he sins with his body. He's involved in immorality. The Brass had said, those who instill their fear in the land of the living. What does that mean? He says, This is referring to a leader that he instills fear in the tzibur and it's shalayla shem shemaim. He does it with the wrong intentions. And Amar Yehuda Marav, he says, Any partners, any leader that instills too much fear in the tzibur, shalayla shem shemaim, and it's not l'shem shemaim. He's not going to have a son that's a tamad chacham. Shinebar says in the Pesach, Therefore men fear him. He's not going to see any wise of heart. And we can take explaining based hill. I remember Rav Chesed. That means Matiklav Chesed. Hashem tilts the judgment towards kindness. Hechi of it. How does Hashem tilt it? There's two ways to tilt something. For example, a seesaw. You could either sit down on one end or you could lift the other end. So Rabbi Lazar, he says Kavshay. Hashem presses down on the merit side. So therefore, the merit side is weighing down the side of the averes. Shneimer says in the pasuk Yashiv Yachamenu once again shows mercy. Yichbay Shabbenu Senu. He presses down to outweigh the sins. Now Rabbi Yosef Rechinin Amar he says it's the other way around. Noise. He actually lifts up the side of the averes. Shneimer says in the pasuk Noise Avayin Va'Avral Pesha. But Tanu the Rebbe Shmuel we have a Rasa taught him this Rabbi Shmuel Mavi Rishan Rishan he removes the first one. V'chein Hamida and that's the measure. Meaning he doesn't press down on one side or lift up the other side. When we have fifty averes, fifty mitzvahs, so then he just takes away that first averes. So now we can have the mitzvahs outweighing the averes. But Va'Amar Rav he tells us Va'Avin Asma Ina Nimchak that sin itself is not erased. And why is that relevant? If there's majority sins, even after he removed that first one, there's still more sins than mitzvahs. Machshabadai then Hashem takes that averes that he had taken away and he puts it back onto the scale. And Amar Rav he says of anyone who passes over his measurement, so then Hashem passes over his sins. What does that mean? When a person is Mavra on his midas, that means he's not exacting, he's not magdactic with the measurement of wrong that the person did to him. So since he's not exacting, he passes over, he says, you know, it's not important. So Hashem says the same thing about that person's sins. Shinemar, it says in the Pesach, Hashem raises sin and he overlooks the sin. To whom does Hashem be Pesha? To a person who overlooks his sin. And a story about this. He was sick. All Rav Pabla Shulei Bey, Rav Pabla came to visit him. He saw that he was very weak, meaning he was about to die. Amalhu, he told the people around, supply him with his provisions, meaning bring his tachrich and bring his brayul shrouds. At the end, he got healed, he got better. So now Rav Pabla was embarrassed to be near Rav Huna Breder because he had basically told everyone that he's going to die and he got better. Amalhu, he asked him, my chazis, what'd you see? Amalhu, he said, in Hachi Hava, I actually was about to die, I was supposed to die. But Amalhu, Hashem told everyone up in Shemaim, since he does not set by his measure, meaning he's Mavran has made this to by this, so we're not going to be so set with him, and we're going to let him live. Shnever says in the Pasik, Nice Pesha. For whom does Hashem raise up their sin, meaning he pushes their sin away? Laivral Pesha to someone who is over on his Pesha, someone who's not so makbid on his midas when someone does something bad to him. And the Pasik continues, Lishairus Nachlasai, the remnant of his heritage. And Amr of Achabar Khanino, Al Yavakitzba. The shot of understanding this Pasik of Lishairus Nachlasai is like a fat tail, meaning it's something gishmak, but it has a thorn in it, meaning that saying this Pasuk is good, but there's a little bit of a damper to the understanding. How do we understand it? Not for all of his heritage. And who is this for? It's only like someone who makes himself like Shirayim, like leftovers, meaning he doesn't have any haughtiness in him. It's not for the entire Nachla, only for someone who makes himself like Shirayim. And Rav Huna Rami, Rav Huna asks the same contradiction in Pesukim. Because if it says in one Pasuk, Hashem is just in all of his ways, and when Hashem is just, it seems to be, that means he's very exacting, he's very straight. But then, if it says in the Pasuk, 
that he's very magnanimous. He's like a chassid. He's very pious in all of his deeds. Seemingly, he's very giving, and that seems to be the opposite of being a tzaddik. So the more answer is no problem. But chilat tzaddik, in the beginning, he gives us exact strict justice, but then he has to be a chassid at the end because he realizes this strict justice is not going to last. Rebbe Lazar Ramik Siv, Rebbe Lazar asks us to and this is the same outcome. It says, Ulcha Hashem Chassid, Tu Hashem is Chassid, Uksiv. Another Pasuk says, Ki Atu You pay each person exactly according to his deeds. So is Hashem acting with the Midah of Chassid, or is he acting very exacting? So we answer, with Chil Ki Atu Shalom Kamaseyu. In the beginning, he pays a person exactly as his deeds are. But Ulbasayf Ulcha Hashem Chassid. At the end, we realize Hashem has to act with Chassid, because if not, the world is not going to be able to last. And in a similar Joshua Ilfi, he says, Va'amila, and some say that it was Ilfa, Rami, he has to steer, Uksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Varav Chassid, Abundant and Chassid, Uksiv, but then the Pasuk says, Ve'emes, and true, meaning Hashem is true and straight, and he does exactly as supposed to be done. So we answer, Betchila Ve'emes, first Hashem uses Midah of Emes, but then Ulbasayf, Rav Chassid, he used the Midah of Rav Chassid because he realizes that the world can't be Maskaim if we just use the Midah of Emes. And we continue Darshaning, it says in the Pasuk, Ve'yavra Hashem upon a Vayikra, Hashem passed by him and he called out, and Amra Biachran, Amali Mikrakasov, if not for a Pasuk that was written, EF Shal Aimrai, I wouldn't be able to say the following Joshua. Malamid, what does this Pasuk teach us? Shinis Atavakosh Baruch Kishlech Tzibur, Hashem wrapped himself like Kishlech Tzibur, he wrapped himself in a talis. That's Lashon of Vayavar, like a person who's being over Lefnea Teva, a person who's davening for the Amud. And he showed Mesh Rabbeinu the order of Tfila and Amrla. He told Mesh Rabbeinu, calls Mash Yisrael Chaitan every time the Kla Yisrael sins, Yasulufanik Seder Azai, they should perform this order in front of me, Vani Mechalhem, and I'm going to forgive them. And now we have a little bit of a glimpse into the Yud Yomidus Rachimim, Hashem Hashem. We repeat Hashem's name twice, and this is Hashem's name of Yud Kevavke, which is Hashem's Midus Rachimim. Anihu Kaidim Shechta Adam, I am Hashem, which is full of mercy before a person sins, and also Vanihu Laachar Shechta Adam Yasa Shuva. I'm also Hashem, Yud Kevavke, full of mercy after a person sins and does Shuva. Kel Racham Vachanan, what's the understanding of that? Amrav Yudi says, Bris Krusal Yud Gilmidas, this is a covenant which was made with the Yud Gilmidas, Shein Chazaris Rekam, they will never be turned away empty handed. Shanemar says to the Pasik, Hina Nechi Kairis Bris, behold, I'm sealing a covenant. And now we're going to have many Gemaras about Shuva. Amrav Yechanan, he says, Gudailo Shuva Shemakares, Gzardina Shal Adam, Shuva is so great that it could tear up an evil decree that was signed against a person. Shinemar says the Pasuk, Hashmei Leva Amazeh, this people is fattening its heart, Va'azam Hachbed, and hardening its ears, Va'aznav Hasha, and sealing its eyes, Penyer Bra'enov, lest it see with his eyes, Uva'aznav Yishma, and hear with its ears, Ulvava Yavin, and understand with its heart, Vishav Virafaloi, and do Tshuva and be healed. So we see, Tshuva can actually heal. Amalir of Papal Abai, of Papa Asabai, what do you mean, Vidomofnik Zardin? Perhaps it's talking about all before Zardin, that we can make sure that the Zardin is not sealed. So Amalai says, no, Virafaloi, Xiv, it says, and he will be healed. What needs healing? A person only needs healing after he's sick, and therefore, over here in this pasuk, we're talking about exardin. That means even after exardin was written and sealed, still he could do tshuva, and he's going to be able to tear up that exardin. But now, basically, we're going to ask on Rabbi Yechonon. We know that the Brisa says Hashem in time. If a person does tshuva in between Rashani and Kippur during the Aseret to make tshuva Meichlon Loi, so then Hashem will forgive him. Loi Shabbat in time. But if he didn't do tshuva, I feel heavy. Call Eli and Avos Shabbatilam. If he brings all the fat and rams in the world as carbonus and Meichlon Loi, they're not going to forgive him. So we answer like Hasha. When a Yachid has a Gzardin on him, so then Tshuva is not going to help. However, at Tzibur, we have a congregation. If they have a Gzardin against them and they do Tshuva, so then they're going to be able to tear up that Gzardin. But now the Gemara says, Mesa, we have a question from Abraiso. The Pasuk tells us about Eretz Yisrael. And Hashem the eyes of Hashem are constantly on Eretz Yisrael throughout the entire year. Sometimes that's for the good, sometimes for the bad. And the Brice explains, what does that mean? How does that mean that Hashem's eyes are for the good? Let's say Klai Yisrael is 100% Rushayim, Hashanah on Hashanah, and therefore, Hashem says they're Rishayim, they're only going to have a little bit of rain. But then afterwards, they did Shuva. So, Hashem can't add on more rain because the Gzera was already sealed. So, what does Hashem do? Because at the end of the day, they did Shuva. So, 
regards. Hashem has that rain, that little bit of rain, come down in the proper time, precisely the time that the land needs the rain, on the land that needs the rain. And Itim L'Raw Ketzad, what does that mean? Sometimes it's for the bad. Harishal Yisrael Tzadikim Gemurim Rosh Hashanah. Let's say Klai Yisrael were 100% Tzadikim on Rosh Hashanah. Or Paschalim Gesham Rubim. So Hashem says they're going to have lots of rain this year. Lesef Chazur Behen, at the end they were Chazur and they ended up doing lots of Averis. So Lef Chaz Mehen Yefshar, Hashem can't take away the rain, he said, Shekfar Nixer Gzera, because the Gzera was already signed. Hashem has the rain come down in the wrong time, meaning at the time that we don't need the rain, on a land that doesn't need the rain. And here's our question, Lataifa, when it turns out for the good, meaning when they were Rishayim Gemurim and they had a psak that they're going to have only a little bit of rain, and then they turned out for the good and they ended up doing tshuva, so Hashem should just tear up their gzardin and add on more rain. As we said, a tzibur is able to have their gzardin torn up. So we answer, no, Shani Hasam to Efshar Bahachi. That's different because it's possible Hashem doesn't have to tear up the gzardin since he has a way out without tearing up the gzardin, so then he does so. However, if he has no way out, so then he will tear up the gzardin of a tzibur. The Gemara continues asking, Tashma, we have a brisa. The Pasuk tells us, Yerda Yom is those who go down to the sea in ships, those who do their work in great waters, they have seen the deeds of Hashem, and he spoke, and he raised up a stormy wind, and lifted up its waves, they reel and stagger like a drunkard, and they cry at Hashem in their distress, let them thank Hashem for his kindness when he takes away all these stormy winds and these stormy waves, and he made signs for them, if you look in between these psukim and tehillim, there's actually upside down nuns, and what does this teach us? These are just like the ach and rocks of the Torah, learn how to tell you, if they cried out to Hashem before the Gzardin, then they're going to be answered. If they cry out after the Gzardin, they're not going to be answered. And over here, we're talking about a whole bunch of people on a ship, and people on a ship are considered like a tzibur. So we see that even if a tzibur cries out after Gzardin, it's not going to work and it's not going to tear up their Gzardin. The Gemara says, no, these are actually not considered like a tzibur, they're considered like yechidim. We just have a bunch of random people on a ship together, they're not considered like a tzibur, and therefore they're like individuals, and once there's a Gzardin on them, so then they're not going to be able to tear it up. But we continue asking on this. Tashma, Sha'Allah Belayra Hagiyaris is Rabbi Gamliel, Belayra Hagiyaris asked from Gamliel the following question. Ksibatai Raskhaman says in your Torah, Asher Loyis upon him, that he does not show favor, meaning Hashem doesn't show favor to people. Uksib, but then it says, Yisa Hashem Ponavilach, Hashem will show you favor. So Nitbalar Biesi Akain, he directed her to Rabbi Akain to answer this question. Armala, so he told her, Amshal Hamashal, I'm going to give you a mashal. Lamad Abedama, what's this comparable to? La Adam Shanai Sebachavir Mana, a person who's owed a mana by his friend. The Kaba Loyis Man Melch, and they set a time to go to the king. Vinish Belay Bachayim Melch, and the person that owed the mana, he swore by the life of the king that he was going to pay it back. The time came and he didn't pay it back. So he came to appease the king and say, I'm really so sorry. I promised in your name and I, I embarrassed your name by not paying back in time. So the king told him, My embarrassment, I forgive you. It's not a problem. But you have to now go appease your friend. You still owe him that money. Hashem will show favor. It's just an aver between you and him. Hashem will say, Okay, fine, not a problem. I forgive you. And I will show you favor. The Pasuk says Hashem will not show favor. That's when a person wrongs his fellow. Hashem says, okay, the part that you did wrong, I forgive you, but I can't forgive you for doing wrong to your friend. You have to go ask for forgiveness for your friend. Now, this was the understanding of the Pasuk. Until Rabbi Kiva came and taught that what's the understanding of these two Pasukim? One's before Gzardin, one's after Gzardin. So we see that after Gzardin, we're not able to tear up a Gzera, even though we're talking about it Sibor. We're understanding why are we talking about it Sibor over here? Because we're dealing with Hashem judging a judgment. So we're understanding that's talking about it Sibor. So once again, the Gemara answers, we're talking about it specifically. But if we have a Sibor coming and they're davening and they're doing tshuva, they're able to have their gzardin torn up. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up with the topic tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.